0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is Episode 7 for the week of March 6th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. How are you doing today, Michelle?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm just Okay. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. I was just kidding. I'm fantastic. I'm so excited to be here, and let's just get right into it. In case you missed it this week, Disney+, has confirmed that an ad-supported subscription tier is coming later this year in the United States and internationally in 2023. Uh, the live-action Marvel series series that were previously on Netflix, will be headed to Disney Plus this month, and the trailer has been released for the Disney Plus original movie, this is kind of hard to say, Better Nate Than Ever. It's a little tongue twister there, which will begin streaming on April 1st. We're going to discuss those stories, let you know uh, all that's new on Disney Plus this week, and then bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus, Hulu, stars, whatever happenings, in about 10 minutes, all this more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we're going to kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, highlights, which includes Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, is now available to stream on Disney Plus. And we got the first three episodes of The Dropout uh, that launched on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus Internationally Under the Star Banner. Uh, And Matt uh, wrote a great review of that series, uh, so be sure to check that out on our website, uh, DisneyPlusInformer.com. And then the original film Fresh from Searchlight Pictures is now available on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada. Uh, The Disney Plus UK release for that film has been delayed to March 18th. Uh, so we're gonna actually talk about that one a uh, little review of it uh, later on in the show uh, but uh, up first uh, Disney plus has confirmed this ad supported subscription tier coming later this year so what's what are the details on that Michelle
1: yeah so they're going to offer an ad supported subscription plan um and then in addition to the one without ads so right mm-hmm. now Disney plus does not show any ads so most likely it'll be in a more affordable place price but it comes with commercials Mm -hmm. and that's going to start here in the u.s in late 2022 but there are plans to expand internationally in 2023 so by offering this ad supported plan they're hoping to achieve their long-term target of 230 to 260 million disney plus subscribers by 2024 so more details including a launch date and pricing will be announced later
0: I've used the ad supported tiers before on like Hulu and mm-hmm. actually Peacock and
1: Does it bother you?
0: Well, I before like when I first Peacock comes free with uh my Xfinity mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, like they give you like the premium version of that, so you don't have to pay anything extra and you can get the ad-free version and I think they charge you like $5 more. And when I first started using it i I thought like i was kind of in that netflix mentality thinking to myself like oh there's no way i can put up with these ads but for that it doesn't really bother me but i i typically am like using that kind of at night just like putting putting a show on or something as i'm going to bed
1: usually those ads on there aren't too long either it's just you know enough time you can I, i
0: feel like like on peacock the ads aren't Terribly like intrusive. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're a little bit longer sometimes when you're watching on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I just maybe when I'm watching Hulu, I'm paying a little bit more attention because I'm like I said when I'm using Peacock and I'll watch like a show on there. It's usually when I'm going to bed, so it's just like something to have on in background. So, um, it, it'd be curious to see how they they attack that with with disney plus like if it's gonna be you know you're you gonna get stuck with six or seven minutes of commercials for every half hour or so that seems kind of high but but on hulu if you're watching a if you're watching a movie i feel like it's like sometimes what like four breaks or five Mm -hmm. breaks throughout like maybe an hour and a half so it's not that It's not too bad. And hey, if it opens up uh, the opportunity for more people to subscribe and be able to watch it, then I guess it's all worth it. So anyway, uh, up next, live action, the live action Marvel series that were previously on Netflix uh, are headed to Disney Plus this month. And we talked about that last week Mm -hmm. with a Canada release date. uh, But now we have the confirmation for other regions as well.
1: Right. So on March 16th, Disney Plus will add those Marvel live action series in the United States. Canada, United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. Those titles include Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, The Punisher. And then if you live in the United States, you're also going to get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and this is going to come in the United States with the addition of updated parental controls. So, Makes sense because um, some of those
0: are kind of adult.
1: Exactly. So, and that's what's so kind of interesting about this is uh, we here in the United States, most of our adult content goes to Hulu and there is kind of some speculation whether this would come to Disney Plus or Hulu. So with the addition of this on Disney Plus makes you think it paves the way for more adult shows to come in the future on Disney Plus and you know, with these parental controls, parents can have you know set settings and everything. So it makes sense. I mean, they recently just added the Wonder Years, um, Grownish, and there's been talk about adding some of these more grown up titles on there.
0: It'll be kind of curious to see how they tackle that in the future because you, th- there's got to be a a line of you know m- maturity level in in these shows that mm-hmm. like they probably can't cross um to have on disney plus even with parental controls, so it'll be kind of curious to see how they end up you know finagling all that if, if that's a word it is a word but i don't know if that's the correct usage
1: and then these marvel series will also be coming to other disney plus markets later this year and uh there's already a lot of rumors going around about some of these series like daredevil jessica jones about possibly getting some uh, revival that's what i was wondering Disney because those West, those yeah. those are
0: all completed on netflix uh-huh. those, those are like the most recent seasons of those are several years old now
1: right so so yeah. i mean and it could happen so we'll
0: they were see. they were massively popular yeah. on netflix so if if they do get another season or or two or whatever on some of them that will definitely be a big uh big uh thing for the fans so uh finally the uh, premiere date uh, has been announced on the tra- and the trailer has been released for the Disney Plus original movie, Better Nate Than Ever. I'm saying that right, you right? You are,
1: yeah. <laughs> so this is a feel-good comedy adventure with show-stopping musical numbers. It's going to come exclusively to Disney Plus on April 1st. The trailer was released, uh, so de- we have that on the website. Definitely check that out. So in Better Nate Than Ever... I said that wrong. You did.
0: Better (laughs) Nate than ever. See, it's hard. It
1: is hard. 13-year-old Nate Foster has his big broadway dreams there's only one problem he can't even land a part in the school play but when his parents leave town nate and his best friend libby sneak off to the big apple for a once in a lifetime opportunity to prove everyone wrong a chance encounter with nate's long lost aunt heidi turns his journey upside down and together they must learn that life's greatest adventures are only as big as your dreams this is based on the award-winning novel it stars aria brooks uh, Joshua Bassett Michelle Federer um, It introduces Ruby Wood as Nate Lisa Kudrow stars as his aunt In this um, Tim Fetterly, It's directed and written by him um, If you like musicals and I actually think this looks really good
0: I'll have to check that out As a reminder And I'm also kind of commanding you You can find all of the articles That we've talked about today On our website Which is DisneyPlusInformer.com and uh, then check that out. That You can check out that review that Matt did, again, of uh, the dropout. So all, all these news stories, as they're coming out, they get posted on the website, so make sure you check it out. Not a reminder... Do it. (laughs) DisneyPlusInformer.com. Up next, it's just right into the News Blast segment. Michelle, please go first.
1: Okay, so Cal Penn has joined the upcoming Disney Plus Original Limited series based on the Santa Claus films. Last week, we talked about how um, it's going to be called The Clauses. So the new series was announced in January with Tim Allen reprising his role as Scott Calvin and Elizabeth Mitchell will be returning as Carol, a.k.a. Mrs. Claus. And then Tim Allen will also executive produce the series. So in the Disney Plus series, Scott Calvin is on the brink of his 65th birthday and realizing that he can't be Santa forever, he's starting to lose a step in his Santa duties. And more importantly, he's got a family who could benefit from a life in the normal world, especially his two kids who have grown up at the pole. With a lot of elves, children, and family to please, Scott sets out to find a suitable replacement for Santa while we... preparing his family for a new adventure in a life south of the pole. So Penn has been cast as a character called Simon Choksi. And so Cal Penn is best known for his roles in those Harold and Kumar, Kumar. Uh, franchise. And then he was also in House Designated Survivor and Sunny State. I'm a big fan of his Um so I'm really excited that he's going to be at this. And then Jason Weinert was just announced. Uh, he directed The Big Leap. Um, he did several episodes of Modern Family and um, Single Parents. So he's going to be directing and executive producing the series. And then production of this is actually set to begin in Los Angeles this month. So
0: you said Santa duties. <laughs> Nico Gritem, uh is going to have a recurring role in season three of the coming-of-age comedy Love, Victor. The third and final season returns on Wednesday, June 15th on Hulu in the United States and Disney Plus in Canada. According to Deadline, he's going to portray Nick, a new friend, Victor, played by uh, Michael Asumino, uh that meets at church. Love, Victor takes place after the events of the film Love, Simon, and focuses on a new student at Creekwood High School, Victor. The series follows his journey of self-discovery. Facing challenges at home and struggling with his sexual orientation, he reaches out to Simon when it seems too difficult for him to navigate through high school.
1: So Hulu will stream three of Ryan Murphy's most acclaimed and award-winning hit shows from FX and 20th Television. That includes American Crime Story, American Horror Story, and Pose. So on March 7th, uh, American Crime Story will arrive on Hulu, um, and then American Horror Story is available to stream now. The upcoming 11th installment will stream on Hulu. That's coming this fall. And then that series has actually been ordered through season 13. So all upcoming seasons will be on Hulu as well. And then also for the first time on Hulu will be the third and final season of the groundbreaking and award-winning drama series Pose with all three seasons dropping on March 7th.
0: I can't believe they're still doing American Horror Story. Like, it's been around forever. Gosh, I watched the first season of that. It feels like it was 20 years ago. It was probably like 12 years ago. Uh, last month, it was announced that the animated sci-fi comedy hit Futurama had been revived for a 20-episode run on Hulu, and it's going to premiere in 2023. Uh, the f- series first arrived on Fox for five seasons before moving to Comedy Central for three more seasons seasons, a futurama centers around pizza delivery guy Fry, who accidentally freezes himself in nineteen ninety nine and wakes up a thousand years later. Uh, the original voice actors Billy West and Katie Segal, along with ensemble players who voiced multiple characters, Tress McNeil, Maurice Lamarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman, are all going to return. Uh, and at the time of the announcement, it was not clear if John DiMaggio, who provided the voice uh, for the robot Bender, was going to return for the series. Uh, it was recently announced, by, and Deadline has confirmed, that DiMaggio has closed a deal to reprise his role as that beloved robot. And uh, this is, uh, I guess, from Twitter. I'm back, baby. So darn grateful. He said something else, but I'll say darn. Uh, For the love and support of fans and colleagues alike during this whole time, especially my wife Kate, and I cannot wait to get back to work with my Futurama family, DiMaggio said. Hashtag Bendergate is officially over now, Uh, so put it on the back of a shelf behind Christmas decorations or maybe in that kitchen drawer with all of the other crap that you put in there like old unusable crazy glue or maybe even put it in a jar you save farts in. (laughs) okay what, whatever floats your boat i he don't rambles. care you get the picture i'm back baby bite my shiny metal bleep so wow quite a character I, i'm sure a lot of people that were are looking forward to that are happy that he's back because that's about the like that's my main memory of futurama i was never a huge fan of it but i do remember better so there you go
1: so back in november on disney plus day disney confirmed that marvel studios echo series was coming to disney plus and then echo was just introduced in the new hawkeye series on disney plus the deaf native american character whose real name is maya lopez is played by elqua cox and she has ability to perfectly copy another person's movements or fighting style making her formidable opponent on the battlefield So according to a new report, it looks like production on Echo is set to begin this spring. So filming will take place between mid-April and end in August 2022. So uh, exciting to see that's on its way.
0: According to Screen Geek, Marvel Studios is currently developing a Man-Thing Halloween special for Disney+. The outlet reports the following... Marvel is currently developing a Man-Thing Halloween special for Disney+, it's expected that they want to emphasize the horror aspects of the character and make this project a complete horror-themed special, and while they haven't decided who will be playing the title or character, they're currently in search of a big name to fill that role. If you aren't familiar with Man-Thing, and I'm sure a lot of people aren't, the article points out that the character first appeared in Savage Tales number 1, which premiered on in May of 1971. The character became so popular that not only did Man-Thing appear in various other comics, but he was eventually granted his own series. The character originated as Dr. Theodore Ted Salas, where he worked as a biochemist in the Everglades. Eventually, however, a combination of both magic and swamp mutagens feel like this is just like a recurring story like that could happen anywhere, transformed him into the aforementioned man thing. He doesn't have a human intellect, which makes it difficult for the character to interact with the rest of society. I feel like this is just speaking to me and about me. <laughs>
1: So, back in August, Disney announced that the second season of Star Wars The Bad Batch will debut sometime in 2022. And then earlier this year, Star Wars Insider, which is an official Star Wars magazine, showed that The Bad Batch would be coming back this spring. However, a new update in the magazine implies that the show could possibly be delayed. So, in the most recent issue of the magazine, instead of Showing spring, it says coming soon, okay. so it makes you think that it might be delayed. Um, obviously, nothing has been announced by Disney or Lucasfilm, so we're treating this as a rumor right now.
0: I was not that excited about watching the first season of Bad Batch, but once I got into it, oh,
1: I loved it. Thought
0: it was really, mm-hmm. really good. Uh, just would not have probably paid any attention to it with, but yeah, it was. It's definitely worth. So I'm bummed if it's delayed, but definitely looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, beginning this June, Marvel's The Mandalorian will be an eight-issue, episode-by-episode adaptation of the Disney Plus series' first season. The series will be written by Rodney Barnes and illustrated by, I believe it's George's uh, with several variant covers available for each installment. Uh, for fans of The Mandalorian and Star Wars comic book adaptations, it's a chance to experience the events and characters of season one in a whole new way. We've got... Uh, I guess that artwork for that uh, first issue picture of that on our website, I didn't like it. Is it strange for the comic book to be coming out after? Like, I feel like the, it's like no, backwards that of how sometimes. it. Usually I is. mean,
1: well, like, is it going like, is... to be like,
0: is it going to be like a just like kind of like a line by line retelling of the exact same story? Just, usually, okay. that's the case. Cool.
1: Okay. So, according to 20th Century Studios president, James Cameron's Avatar sequel won't be delayed again, and it is still set for a 2022 release. Um, in a recent interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Asbel said, Yes, it will. For real. It's going to blow people away. You're not ready for what Jim is doing. So the sequel was originally scheduled to come out in 2021, but was delayed due to the pandemic. It's now set for a theatrical release on December 16th, 2022. Um, Cameron has promised to meet and exceed the scope and marvel of the original film and all the forward Avatar sequels. Um, he's going to continue to push filmmaking technology. So there are currently four sequels that are currently planned for Avatar. Avatar 2 is set to premiere on December 16th. The other three sequels are set to premiere every two years in 2024, 2026, and 2028.
0: I'll believe that when I see it. Wasn't the first sequel? <laughs> I, was
1: thinking, I mean, how many years has it been? I mean, it's the, been like well, the, the over first, ten. The
0: first movie I Eight? I, I want to say came out in like two thousand nine. Yeah. And I feel like that sequel was originally supposed uh-huh. to come out a couple years after that. So we we've been waiting over a decade yeah. for this. I don't think that that initial de- like delay that you you mentioned was like the first time. No, I.
1: I just hope James the Cameron's going
0: to be 117 by the time the last one comes out. I but I, I do have.
1: Speaking of being 117, what your next one? Oh,
0: <laughs> very good. Well, I'll just skip right into it. Uh, just last week, uh, Frank Marshall, who is the producer of, for Indiana Jones Five, revealed on Twitter that shooting for the film was almost complete. It seems now that production has officially wrapped on the film. Marshall once again shared the news on Twitter. We tweeted out something like with a picture of a baseball hat that said Indy on it and said, that's a wrap. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, more, more like 120. Isn't that how old Harrison Ford is now?
1: Not quite, but, I mean, he's he's getting up
0: there. He's still awesome. So
1: Yes, he is.
0: I I don't know what uh, my expectations are for Indiana Jones 5, but uh, I'm in and I'm going to check it out. Uh, huge fan of the first three films. Fourth one, not so much, but it was still watchable and had some enjoyable parts, so we'll see what happens. But uh, it's it's done and it, it's definitely coming. So finally in this episode, let's discuss and uh, give a quick review of this movie we just watched that just came out. Uh, It seems like it's gotten generally favorable reviews uh, around the media landscape, and that is fresh on Hulu. So, Michelle, Mm -hmm. I didn't know entirely too much about what to expect until shortly before I watched this movie. And if you knew nothing going into it, wow, it takes a... Things escalate quickly.
1: Yeah. It does.
0: So okay, let's so, talk about it.
1: All right. So this is streaming now on Hulu in the United States and also on Disney Plus in Canada. Um, United Kingdom and Ireland. It's headed your way on March 18th. So keep in mind, this is an age rating of 18, 18 and up. And it's a thriller and a horror film. Yeah. Right? Okay. And it's an hour and 54 minutes Long So here, I'm going to read the little synopsis to this. Um, so, Fresh follows Noah, who meets the alluring Steve at a grocery store and, given her frustration with dating apps, takes a chance and gives him her number. After their first date, Noah is smitten and accepts Steve's invitation to a romantic weekend getaway, only to find out her new paramour has been hiding some unusual appetite. So this stars uh, Daisy Edgar-Jones. She was a normal... People, uh, the War of the Worlds series. She's also going to be in that upcoming Under the Banner of Heaven with Andrew Garfield. And then it also has Sebastian Stan, uh, who plays Winter Soldier. We last saw him in Falcon, the Winter Soldier. He also has been playing Tommy Lee and Pam and and Tommy. And this was directed by Mimi Cage. So when I first watched the trailer, it didn't really do anything for me. I was just like, okay, you know, whatever. It didn't really spark any kind of interest And then there was a clip that released that shows Sebastian Stan's character and Daisy Edgar Jones' character first meeting in like a grocery store. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of awkward and charming at the same time. And you see a little bit of chemistry there and you want to know what happens. You want to see where it goes from there. So then it got me kind of excited to watch it.
0: Yeah. And it goes somewhere from there. That is for sure.
1: It does start off as like a love story and a nice one, too. Right? yeah
0: absolutely
1: um and then he invites her to a weekend getaway um
0: so yeah like like you said it does it starts off it, it's like if it, it, it seems kind of like your prototypical like just kind of like rom-com st- type setting or, or feel to it but you can also tell that there's this like kind of underlying tension Mm -hmm. behind it you you, like there's an ominousness to it uh so yeah they they meet they they kind of she falls for this guy that she meets in the grocery store uh they proceed in their relationship long enough to uh to advance to hey let's go away together for the weekend And then
1: she's telling her best friend about it. And her best friend's kind of skeptical about him right away. Yeah. He tells her that he's like a plastic surgeon, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's what he did for a living. So.
0: And he kind of is. Kind
1: of is. (laughs) In a weird sort of way. But it's not until they go on that weekend getaway. And he drugs her and she wakes up and finds out that this is not who she thought he was
0: yeah so i mean I, I don't think it's a it it's known so it's not that big of a, a spoiler that uh so his character is basically in the uh very strange uh business of selling parts of women to a very select what is it i believe they say the one percent of one percent uh clientele that or partake in cannibalism that's what it is and that's where the movie
1: it quickly turns quickly turns just, yeah. things
0: escalate quickly <laughs> in this
1: and there's like even a couple parts where I had to look away and I looked at you and you're like I'm gonna throw up
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> so
1: it's there are a, a few gory or gruesome it, it, scenes it, in there it, it
0: definitely um, it, it definitely takes place takes you places that if you're kind of squeamish or like you know that that subject matter is kind of just very gruesome and it's it's well done Mm -hmm. uh the 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 performances are good yeah Uh, they're outstanding she she plays a a very very good or she does a very good job in playing the the victim in this uh, there's some kind of cool twists and turns that uh, you, you really don't uh, expect or see coming, but it, it just kind of turns into a very gory, violent, uh, tense, intense movie. and
1: Yeah, it was captivating the whole time it kept my interest. It, and- it did
0: keep my interest, but I, I, overall, a, like I said, it was well done, but I just I didn't like it because... I'm a I'm a decent enough fan of horror. It wasn't really scary. It, there was nothing about it that like felt frightening to me. It was just kind of
1: disturbing. It was disturbing. <laughs> yeah.
0: But Sebastian stands great in oh, it. and uh, you know,
1: I feel I feel kind of guilty saying this, but when we first started watching it in the beginning, and because we've been watching Pam and Tommy, I like. Looking at him, and thinking, "Oh, look what they had to do with his eyes, and look what they had to do." I like comparing, like how different yeah. he looked, and what they had to do to make him look so much like Tommy Lee, and that was awful. I should not have been doing that. Once I got over that, it was, it was good. It,
0: it just it, it goes to show how good of a well, job. Well, exactly, did, that's the Pam thing. And it's Tommy, a compliment they did, of making him look mm-hmm. like Tommy Lee because you could kind of see that. But yeah, I very very kind of gory and just gruesome subject matters. So uh, I, I can't imagine. But I
1: did like, I, I will say I like this. Um, I thought this was a little bit better than the No Exit that we watched the previous week. Um, I would give this a 7.5.
0: Yeah, I, I would give it, I'd give it a, a 7. If you're a fan of, uh, if you're a fan of, you know, horror, thriller, kind of ex- extreme movies like that, then, then you'll find something there to enjoy. But man, it's just really, they, they flip that switch. And one th- one interesting thing that I thought happened in the movie was how like, you know, the, the, beginning of it does kind of play to just your prototypical romantic comedy type type movie. I've never seen a movie. I can't recall seeing a movie that goes so long from the beginning until they kind of, Flash the uh the the initial credits you know starring blah blah oh, blah. yeah, you're right.
1: The
0: the it's like a solid half hour into the movie and it says like before yeah. you get like the starring Sebastian Stan directed by like it was kind it of. It does
1: come in very late. You're yeah, right. Yeah,
0: it just it kind of felt weird. It it worked because here this is like a short setup and here's the movie. It, like it it worked in separating those two but by the time it happened I was just like oh wow like they, they we're 20, 30 I don't know how long it was it was it was a long time and that was felt very kind of unique to me so uh, yeah gory violent uh, I didn't think it was scary for a horror movie maybe you definitely wouldn't let a kid watch it or anything just gross like cannibalism We, I don't know <laughs> I don't know they, that does that does nothing for me it's and, and obviously they aren't really eating people in the scenes in the movie, but the, you know, he, he plays this, one of the, one of Sebastian Stan, Steve's care, or one of his trademarks is that he's a very good cook. So he, 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 her character that he's in, he's in prison basically, she is kind of special to him because she's not the only one that has been lured into this this trap that he has set but she ends up being like the special one so kind of gets to the point where she tries to earn his trust back a little bit by starting to ask more about what it is that he's doing what what does it taste like she says or what's it like Mm -hmm. so he invites her to dinner and and he ends up that's his specialty is he's he's able to cook and you know that obviously it's not real, but like the idea behind what they're talking yeah. about, and then they're, they're these scenes of them eating and, and yeah, cutting into it. It was just it, it just made me queasy and it, it's just gross. So I take a point away from them from the movie for that, but yeah, there's something in there to like. So, um, if, that, if that's your thing, you're, you'll probably will enjoy it. And the performances were really yes. good, Sebastian Stan. He's got a lot of range. That guy can play yeah. like, the, like the superhero trope. He, he's playing in, he in like it a all. horror horror movie. He's got this drama thing going on with Pam and Tommy. The first part of this movie was kind of romantic comedy-ish. Mm-hmm. So I could totally see him doing that. He is a good actor. And mm-hmm. you're just going to see more and more of him as the uh, years go on. Because he, he's he's the hot item right now, I think. Yeah. So, anyway. That's going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next time. Uh, should be next week. Maybe not. Who knows? Well, uh, it's, it'll be next week. Please take a moment to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. Would truly appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release, schedules, and more. You can reach out to us at a podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. And, uh, also you can follow us on Twitter at more Disney plus you spell out the plus don't put the plus sign. I don't know who those people are, but you don't want anything to do with them. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. So we'll see you next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.